Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode number 43, and I've got a brief word to share with you from the book of Proverbs, and then we're going to turn it over to one of our interviews from the Orange Conference with a Miss Daniela McLaughlin. I know you're going to love her story. It's very inspiring, and just to hear how she is serving the Lord is so impactful, and I hope and pray it will lift your spirits. Speaking of lifting your spirits, in Proverbs chapter 18, verse number 14, I want to read this verse to you today. It says, A man's spirit will endure sickness, but a crushed spirit who can bear. That scripture reminds us that, yes, we're going to have sicknesses, we're going to have ailments in this life, but we can endure that. But a crushed spirit is something we can't bear. A crushed spirit can break us to a point that is so deep and so painful So find ways to make sure your spirit is uplifted. Maybe it's this podcast. Maybe it's hearing these interviews that we got to do with ministry leaders from around the country at the Orange Conference. Without any other delay, I want to share with you Miss Daniela's podcast interview. Hey everybody, this is Joseph again. So I am in here with. I will ask you what. So what's what's your name? Where are you? and where are you located? Where's your church at? My name is Daniela McLaughlin. I am at Victory Christian Center in Westville, New Jersey. My pastor, my bishop is past Bishop John Edmondson and his wife, Pastor Aisha Edmondson. Oh, oh that's awesome. So um, so what what exactly do you do? What do you do at your church or anything I like that? I am currently the Instagram person for my our social media. And I've learned so many different nuggets today. And God has confirmed so much. I hope to love and spread more joy within our children's ministry and throughout the church. That is absolutely awesome. I've always been in the field of education um, since I was younger and everything else. I went to college for deaf education and early childhood. And I was in the special needs school system the last two years and worked on the whole pandemic with special needs students. So these different courses that I've taken have definitely... um, Re, I mean, not even just made the fire bigger inside of me. Right, right. And I've loved it. Oh my word! <laughs> you have just—you've already blown me away. This is crazy. So, uh, what what led you to start serving in the church and start serving in in this capacity? I've done it all my life. I've always been in church some capacity. Whether it's—I mean, back in the day when my father was around, there was no security. Your family was your security. Right. So, um, I actually had time after my father had passed and didn't know where I wanted to be out of obligation, stayed at my, stayed at the family church for a while. But then I started to just need it to be somewhere else. And I found Victory, which is a great church. It's the, as my pastor says, it's the best church on the planet. Right. And it is, it's very diverse. It's very um, real. It's a very good Bible teaching church. And um, the small groups help, help us stay, you know, together as well and um i found a place for my teenager and for me i'm in a involved in a um righteous mom small group i mean um small i'm in a great small group a couple of them and um it's just helped me in the women's ministry and the mentoring program and stuff that helps me a lot and it's just amazing right right that that's so that's so great and uh again i don't know if many people know this or not but you you mentioned before we started this that you are a PK, a preacher's kid. So I yes. know uh, as a preacher's kid myself, the the struggles that is. Exactly. <laughs> I never really strayed away from God. I mean, in right. my darkest hour and in my, you know, mad that my father was gone to heaven without me and just not there anymore and still looking for that father figure. He 
um, I still got glimpses of God and father figures were around and, you know, I had that covering, but, um, yeah, I never, I've always was around my parents, either giving out food, helping out families. Um, I used to go with my dad to the nursing home to, or the hospital and note the elderly people wouldn't eat for them, but they would eat for me. So after he passed, I, for a time, I wound becoming a home health aide because of it. And that fulfilled a joy. And also of being a single mom, I was able to help out, be there for my son and be there for my mother as well, because my mom is still living in that. My mom is still alive because of my son and me. And, you know, she's 84 years old and she's still going and she still drives and everything. Oh, my goodness. That is just, <laughs> that's so amazing. And it's, it's so great and encouraging to hear about specifically. And I, I know I'm being a little um, kind of narrow minded in this to, to an extent, just preachers kids who after their after their their parents pass or their father passes not straying away from the gospel yeah because we saw it like yeah i, I know as as you're hearing your and mine heart, was baptist okay yeah. so, straight from hey, north carolina <laughs> hey i get it my, my dad was baptist we were born born and raised baptist too so i understand <laughs> that 100 percent. so um let me just ask you two more questions one what is something god has shown you specifically in the past year he has shown me a lot of things or I, I, um, he, he's definitely tried to show me things and I've kind of been like, Oh, I want to keep my eyes closed, <laughs> but, um, patience and prepare for the future and definitely like, um, decluttering the mind, the heart, and also like how family is very important and resetting. I mean, with finding my church, I also was in the stage of, resetting but I'm also at a different level now because the pandemic draw me back in even closer than I was and it was just amazing like we didn't know what was going on the first couple of months I mean we still didn't know and still don't know because all these strands keep popping up but we know that God is still God and that you know I mean he's going to take care of it no matter what and we're okay we're sitting here talking to each other without a mask today now asked us two years ago yeah would that ever happen again (laughs) we wouldn't have known and it's just he has definitely opened my eyes to just breaking generation curses and family and things like that I know I've always been a generational curse breaker um I just have always felt that um and I'm glad to be a part of it. And I know God has um, had a plan for me from the beginning and a plan for me since I, you know, I shared a little bit of my thing with you that um, I'm a five-time suicide attempt survivor. So, um, and because my dad was a pastor on a Wednesday night, nobody actually showed up that Wednesday night. And that never happened to my dad. And he actually saved my life. So, oh, wow. I mean, I, I vowed to spend the rest of my life taking care of God's house, God's business and everything. Cause I wasn't even supposed to have my son and he is definitely my miracle child. So I'm just excited to be under my father, under my spiritual father at church and under God's covering still, no matter how dark my life has gotten. Oh, wow. That is just that you have blown my, blown my mind. And already just, just from this conversation, you've encouraged my heart, just knowing um, everybody's had, everybody has a story. And then one thing we've learned through um, dealing, talking with people, uh, this week is just how everybody has a story. Everybody's story is so unique to them and can touch so many lives. So as you've encouraged me, is there something that you have that you want to give some piece of advice or something that you can give as encouragement to pastors that are around the world? To pastors. Or lead, ministry leaders, anybody. Well, some I piece know of one thing because we talk about daddies. Make sure 
you record, you um, save your notes because I found myself looking for his signature and everything. And as I was get, grabbing a suitcase from the back room to leave, my dad wrote the address. And I was like, I have your handwriting, thank you. It's the little things that we want. And I know everybody's in this throw, purge, everything, but hey, I've known of my God, my God uh, cousin, nephew, whatever. He has his grandfather's notes or tapes, cassettes, and he uses them as guides to, to help him minister to his church now. And I'm like, that stuff is so valuable. Yes, Just it is. keep it on generations. We have God's legacy, but we also, if you are a minister or anything, our pastor, continue the legacy be a part of i mean your family wants it or will need it so danielle thank you so very much you're welcome one of the things too that you said uh about having just like writing stuff down doing stuff like that i actually showed um one of the guys with us charles uh one of the the team members of the next level pastor i showed him this morning as as you know my my father passed away not long ago my wife gave me this little bookmark it's a keychain actually, and it has my dad's handwriting you know, on it, and it says "Don't limit God." Oh, and it, exactly. It is. It's been a game changer. Like you said, having seeing some of that stuff has just. I love how I'm still unpacking the house. Right, right. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, I know. He, he I know. Was the pastor, so he took care of every great aunt, every great niece, yes. everybody. So I'm 100%. still finding things. I haven't really can fully listen to the cassettes yet without balling and it's been 11 years i understand 100 percent. i found his um seminary school like test and stuff and i'm like yo i got the cheat sheet on this i don't just read that and know the answer and there i go <laughs> and i can know the old testament right now right 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 <laughs> that's it is so it is so true and i, I again I, I know i'm I'm running long just because that was so well, encouraging PKs, we talk i had a uh, <laughs> One of the things too is just what during the pandemic. One of the things I'm I'm thankful for is that we started recording all the sermons that he would preach. So I can go back and listen. I'm still not fully prepared to hear that voice because most of the time it's correcting me. So you know, oh, I know. Uh, but but th- Daniel, thank but you so much. Seed, so you're good. I they mean. they did. And my now I'm I'm thankful too. My my children are small, but they got to they got to know what we call it the poppy, our poppy. Yeah. So I'm I'm thank you so much for you're for this welcome. time and thank you for making me cry. Nice I'll probably be bawling like a baby. You'll be so, okay. <laughs> Because he's watching you, you know it. (laughs) Well, God bless and thank you very much. All right, thank you. Have a blessed day. You too. I hope you find encouragement today from Miss Daniela's interview. I know she loves the Lord. I hope and pray that you fall deeper in love with Jesus every single day and be reminded that a man's spirit will endure sickness, but a crushed spirit who can bear. Make sure your spirit is being fed every single day so that you can find true joy that comes from the Lord. 